welcome to another episode of Enough. I'm Dee Dee Simmons. And I'm Nicole Hawkinson. We are so excited to be back here today with you talking about a really interesting topic. nervous I don't know why usually I'm not nervous about topics that you bring to me but for mm-hmm. I'm feeling a little like butterfly in my gut but I get to start with three questions yes so are you ready for your three questions I am ready okay question number one if you got to meet meet a famous person and spend some time with them let's say a coffee date okay who would you choose to have that coffee date with famous person did I stump you Oh, are you? No, you just don't want to say it. I think I. Oh, I know. I know exactly who it would be. Okay, Reese Witherspoon. I think she is adorable. Do you love her? I love her, and that's when yes. I answered the own question in my mind. She is was the, the one? one person. I mean, I had a couple, but she was one they came up with. So I love that you picked her. Yes, and I know we would not have coffee. What we would go do is walk the trails that she likes to walk. Have you seen this? Like, she no. and her friends will go on these trail walks somewhere near her house. I saw something about it one time, and I okay. was like, that would be so fun. And then probably go back and have coffee and talk about books or whatever. Yeah. Fashion. You're like, I like trails, too. Yeah. Um, okay. That I love that you picked that. Okay. Second question. What is one thing that you have, that you appreciate about aging? I think perspective is what I appreciate most with aging because you have these life experiences that then let you see things a little bit differently, a slightly bigger picture to what's going on. You feel a little more settled. So a greater perspective. And your question number three is, I I got this one off Facebook. Okay. You were to give a TED Talk, what would your topic be? It actually a little bit plays into what topic I'm going to bring to you today, and it would be about the power of the words that we use. Okay. That is what it would be. Okay, go for it. Okay, so um, I'm really excited to talk about this with you, and I have intentionally not brought it up which has been difficult because we've been together a pretty good bit lately. And to not talk about this because I think it's so interesting, but there are two words that we use way too often that are overused and misspoken very often. And what I mean by misspoken is the intent that we have behind them is not what comes across when we say those. And you and I have been talking about the importance of our words lately, but these two words are, I'm sorry. Mm. I'm sorry. And at first, that that sounds weird. Like, what do you mean it's overused? And what do you mean we um, we don't use them correctly? But... Think about how many times in the day you say, I'm sorry, when what you might should say is thank you. Sounds weird, doesn't it? Okay. I'm going to give you an example. Um, keep going. Okay. 
So you and I are going to meet up at a coffee shop and I'm running late and I show up and I, I'm like, Nicole, I am so sorry I'm late. And you say, it's okay. I'm like, no, I'm so sorry. Um, we were late getting out of school and I had to, or getting out of the house and I had to go back and get a lunchbox. And, and you're like, no, really, it's okay. Like, I know you were waiting a long time. I'm really sorry. And you're like, no, 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 it's okay. Don't worry about it. What I'm wanting to do is tell you Thank you for waiting for me. Thank you for waiting for mm -hmm. me. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for your grace and understanding um, that I had a lot of strange things going on. I want to appreciate what you've done for me, but what have I done instead? I have made it all about me. Mm -hmm. And I have had the person that I've um, violated, if you will, now have to affirm me that no you're okay i'm not mad and it's the complete opposite of what we want out of it have you ever thought about that before yes and i do okay. think that i'm sorry is way overused mm -hmm. we um in my household we tried to put a stop to the i'm sorry but Mm -hmm. We actually, my, my kids would even be able to say that what we were using, I was using as a term, I kept saying, cut the butt. Because you're not really saying you're sorry if you're going to add a butt afterwards, which does the same thing. It makes it about you instead of truly tr passing on the apology to that person. It makes, you're back to, I'm sorry, but you did this and this and this and this and this. So you're mm -hmm. trying to affirm your situation on why you behaved the way you did or why you did what you did just as much in a situation of I'm sorry and you're adding all of those things after that constant apology it, it changes the whole aspect of it by turning it into being gracious thank you thank you for your patience and waiting for me thank you for dropping that text to ask if I was going to come. I need, I was so busy. I didn't even realize there was, you know, there was time, but then, and then you move on from there. It's awkward to have somebody consistently apologize to you. First off, mm -hmm. it is, it feels weird. You're like, no, you're good. No, you're good. Really? Please do not eat. Do not say sorry. One more time. I, I've used that a lot actually with women when I would sit down and I would have a conversation with them and they would use apology and I would be like, do not apologize to me again. It's making me feel awkward. It's making you feel better, but we've already had this. We don't need to go back to this conversation again. Like we're moving on from there. Right. So. And apologizing for things that you don't even apologize for. Being a serial apologizer or mm -hmm. a, a serial I'm sorrier, you know? I've, I've actually ran into that in my coaching, mm -hmm. being on the phone with somebody with a serial apologizer. And I would just start asking her every time she apologized, why exactly did you apologize? I don't know. It's just something that I do. I would guess, I mean, I actually know that it would come from somewhere in their childhood that they had to consistently apologize or 
they were feeling like they were in trouble all of the time. Mm -hmm. So therefore they were, they've come into their adult world and they've reacted to situations as if they are in trouble all of the time. It's an insecurity inside of them that brings them to the place of saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I believe I had a phone call with someone one time that I said, how about you not say I'm sorry for the rest of the phone call? Because it was something that was a consistent, they were consistent words that were coming out of their mouth. And it's unfortunate. It's not effective communication. Mm -mm. They don't feel, they feel like they're affirming themselves, yet they don't feel good about themselves. Right. And they're seeking that affirmation from somebody else. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times the I'm sorry's even come up because you're just apologizing for being mm. when you start to dig into it. And that's hard to think about. But um, it, we say it all the time. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And when you tell us somebody who was a serial apologizer, which I was for a long time when I was younger, and people would say, stop apologizing. And the first thing you say is, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but when I started looking at it, it really was, why do I feel like I need to apologize? I felt like I was a nuisance in the way. I felt like I created a huge problem from this one little thing. And it became so much about me and then trying to get that affirmation from somebody else. Like, no, you're okay that you lose track of it and all the I'm sorry's. And it becomes a habit. Mm -hmm. I, I have caught myself writing emails. I write an email and then I go back and read it and think, no, this is not the vibe that I'm wanting to give. I'm starting off an apology and I'm ending with an apology. When yes. really there was no reason for me to apologize. It was, it was like I was almost using that as a touch point to start the email. Mm -hmm. So it becomes a habit when you're using it, when it's, when you're doing it consistently, it becomes a habit. And then you just, it becomes a way of life, way mm -hmm. of speech, way of communicating with people. And being sorry for something is important. You know, having yes. remorse if you have wronged someone is important, mm -hmm. but that's not what we're talking about here. I mean, it, it's, it's being overused in a way that is not an effective way of communicating remorse to someone. Mm -hmm. I love that you brought up an email because in business you hear this a lot. I'm sorry to bother you. I wanted to share with you about blah, blah, blah. And okay, well, first of all, you've set the tone that what you have to say is not important. If you're apologizing for speaking to someone about sharing your business and what you offer, why would they want to listen to you? But, um, so you do see it a lot in business. Mm -hmm. Um, I work with BNI business networking international. And so I have to have emails go back and forth with different business owners that are holding leadership positions in different chapters. The, I'm just emailing them to give them a piece of information. Maybe it's something that's missing or something that needs to be addressed. 
And when I receive the email back, I get an apology with it. When I was never, I wasn't looking for an apology. I just wanted to make sure they were aware. Mm -hmm. But it is an automatic response. And it makes me feel uncomfortable when they apologize about it. Because they don't need to. Yes. And you know, we also use it as a crutch to to soften what we think might be an insulting thing we have to tell somebody. In business, for instance, let's say you had already communicated something and it's being asked again in a group. And you might say, I'm sorry if you didn't get the information. I thought I sent it, blah, 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 and resend it. Where you, why apologize for that? Why, why say, I am sorry? When really you can say, um, oh, I included that information in this email or I've got it attached for your reference. You can just get right to the point without having to say, I'm sorry, because everybody knows that it was ingenuine so, because you weren't truly apologizing. We're talking about this being a thing. Mm-hmm. Is this a thing with women? Do men have this same thing good point do men write apologies in their business letters to each other i'm sorry for bothering you right good point that's a great point when i was thinking about it i was only thinking about it in context of the way women use it but i didn't even think about the fact that there's a difference the way men communicate oftentimes and the way women communicate. Mm -hmm. I wonder how annoying it is to men to hear consistent apologies. I mean, I don't think they do the same thing we do Mm -mm. as a habit. I'm not saying there's not a man out there that has consistent apologies, but I don't believe that they have the same habitual apology like we do. If they are running late for a meeting, they'll let you know that they're running five minutes late. But this, and they don't come in and sit down and consistently apologize to you. That would Mm -hmm. not be a habit they would have. But that's interesting. It's like one apology isn't, one I apologize for running late is enough. It, It does not need to be revisited time and time again. And in fact, it is annoying. I think to them, to men as a whole, if you do apologize, because it's like, I had already forgotten about that. Why do you keep bringing it up? Interesting. And one thing I want to talk about is even the words, I'm sorry. Because when you constantly say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, then you're hearing, I'm sorry, I don't measure up, I'm not good enough, I really stunk at whatever it was, I really let you down, and it's not as effective uh, as saying, I apologize. So if you start to replace every time you wanna say, I'm sorry, with I apologize, you realize how many times you say I'm sorry in such an ineffective way. You're right, because you wouldn't be like, I apologize, I apologize, I apologize. You wouldn't say that over and over again. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. 
I'm going to start doing that. Yes. And then the other thing, I, I touched on it right when you started talking, but I want to go mm -hmm. ahead since we're on the whole topic of saying I'm sorry, is this topic of I'm sorry but. Because yes. that is something that women and men both do, mm -hmm. and our children do too. Mm -hmm. And it's just so easy to say I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And then attach a but to it that really takes away there's no reason to apologize. I wasn't really apologizing because I'm going to try to teach you a lesson in going through the butt part of it. You know, teach you a lesson about how you violated me, how you offended me, how you were wrong in the situation. That's what I want to really hammer in. Yeah, I'm sorry, but, but you, yeah, even if you don't say you, like it's understood. We had, we were constantly. I thought the cut the butt sounded like funny that. enough yeah. that we were able to throw it back at each other when somebody would say, I'm sorry, but and I would, cut the butt, cut the butt. The kids were doing it to each other, cut the butt, because yes. it was, I was hearing it all over the place. Mm -hmm. Even, you know, my son was using it on, I'm sorry, but, you know, and it, no, then you're not sorry if yeah. you are wanting to make sure that you throw something back at me to, a, say, it really was okay. Well, if you're saying it really is okay, then you're really not apologizing for it. Mm -hmm. Or if you want to make your behavior justify it, I'm sorry for yelling. And I'll, let's, say, let's say I yelled at my children. I'm sorry for yelling at you, but you didn't pick up your toys. What I'm really saying is you understand that you should have cleaned up and that's why I yelled at you. I Really, it has nothing to do with the fact that I'm apologizing. Mm -hmm. So that is just not okay. I mean, it, it really has become something that, that eats at me when I hear it because that's not, I want to be intentional with my words and that's Absolutely. really what you're talking about. That's why yeah. you're bringing it up. Yeah. And doing it that way is not being intentional and being a consistent, habitual apologizer is not being consistent with your words either. Mm -mm. Because as much as you, we can take this so many different ways. You're talking about how there's self-worth that's tied into it. I'm sorry mm -hmm. I'm not good enough for you. I'm sorry that I can't perform the way you're asking. I'm sorry that I suck. You know, mm -hmm. basically is you could have that voice going on in your head. But there's also a habitual I'm sorry to make someone feel bad. You know, oh yeah, absolutely. you want the other person to feel bad. So I'm going to keep like hammering it in so that you feel my, if I'm feeling bad, I want you to feel bad. I'm passing on that emotion. So one thing we talked about this week is you can use your words as a tool or a weapon and you can use, I'm sorry, as a weapon. I'm sorry. You don't like the way I blah, blah, blah. Mm hmm I'm sorry you don't think that this is good enough. This is all I this is all I have to offer. Like I'm sorry. You're right. It could be used as a weapon. And I actually um don't I've taught my kids not to say I'm sorry because it's real easy to be like I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, when you say I apologize, there's just a natural for that comes after that. I apologize for calling you names. I apologize for hurting your feelings. I apologize for taking your shirt and not asking. Like, identify what it is that you are apologizing for. Don't just leave it at, I'm sorry, or here, I mean, usually you get a sorry, 
Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, you're not. Like, it's, you're it's not even a walking away. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. We, when my kids were little, we were going through the whole apologize to your sister, say you're yes. sorry to your brother. And my girls really, particularly my oldest, because she would push me on some subjects like that. And she would be like, why would you want me to apologize for something I'm not sorry for? And in my mind, I was like, just say you're sorry. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. I would really, because you wronged them, but yet mm-hmm. she would test me on that. And I didn't have a really good answer at the time about it. Mm-hmm. Basically, I just handle like, just say you're sorry. You know, <laughs> yeah. you were rude. But, oh, I love the, I'm a, I apologize. I mean, I mm-hmm. seriously am going to take away from this particular talk that we've had I want to change that in myself also because I have been tried to try to change the chronic apologizer. Mm -hmm. That's why I say when I read over my emails and I go through and go, no, no, no. What am I doing? It makes, I'm not, I'm not weak, but yet when I would go through and read it, it would make me sound weak. It was just icky is, is kind of how it sounded to me. And it wasn't appropriate. It's not that I don't believe, I believe apologies are so important. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. I mean, it, they are healing. When I have hurt someone, I need to ha- go have that conversation. So I am not taking, I don't think apologizing is weak. Exactly. But the way that I was, when I use it sometimes, it sounds so weak. I mean, I'm going to even stretch it. It sounds a little harsh, but pathetic is sometimes how, yeah. when I'm, when I would read it, I would be like, that's pathetic, you know, and that is not who I am or not who I want to be. And so I will go through and readdress the things that I say and be more intentional because that's not me being intentional. That's me being habitual with with saying it. That's really good, Dee Dee. Yeah, and it's a crutch. I mean, truly, that we lean on sometimes just because we don't know what to say. We don't know how to bring something up. And instead of getting right to the point, we use it as a crutch. The, I'm so sorry, because we're afraid we're going to let somebody down. And teaching our children to properly apologize, that's life-changing for them. Mm-hmm. Because they're possibly going to be married someday. And then they're going to be yes. in a world where they're going to hurt people. Because yes. we are human and we hurt people. And then they're going to be parents. And then they're going to have to mm-hmm. communicate with their kids. So teaching our kids to be effective with their words and understand how much words matter. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those words that really matter. So I need to make sure that, you know, we did the cut the butt, but I Which can't say there's just not random apologies out there that don't. And I say apologies now because you're using that word, but just random I'm sorry. It's like, sorry mm-hmm. that we need, to, we need to talk about that because what I really want is I want my son to be a good husband. I want my wife, my daughters to be good wives. I want them to be good friends. I want them to be good stewards. And so learning that their words matter, I mean, that's, that's part of them stepping into a life and being able to, to give to the world. And when you use your words intentionally, all that internal angst goes away. Mm-hmm. Because you're not battling, do I say this, do I say that, do I, that internal battle is gone. And you're just genuinely showing up. Whether it's apologizing 
sincerely for something you've done and saying, I know that hurt you and I sincerely apologize for da 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 da. Or if it's um, you need to address something and you just address it. You know, you're not, it takes away all passive aggressiveness and the, just the overall stories of how to approach it and how to cr just, you just do it. Yeah. And if you are a serial apologizer, if you are one that just, I'm sorry, just rolls off your tongue so easily, that is an indicator that you want to look at and say, why do I do that? What What's driving me to constantly say I'm sorry because it's not serving you well and it's not serving the people that you're talking with it's not serving them well either so where is that coming from and that is something that we address in coaching and yes. it is life-changing and it is life-giving when you realize where it comes from and you let that go Yes, being able to figure out where those words come from. Mm -hmm. Why do I keep doing what I do? And then addressing it, letting go, and be able to walk forward without that burden. Because you don't realize it's a burden. But there, right. that, there's somewhere where that comes from. And realizing that's a burden and then being able to walk forward without that burden, it's, it changes the possibility of what in in a person's eyes of what they can do the relationships they can have and it gives them an opportunity to pursue whatever they want to pursue it's cool it's cool it is so that is uh the topic that i wanted to bring up with you and even on our run this morning i was like this is so good i can't wait to unpack it because it it totally changes your communication and Whenever you need to say a thank you instead of a, an I'm sorry, it leaves that person that you're wanting to love on feeling so validated and so appreciated for the attributes that they've displayed during that situation. Patience and grace and mercy or whatever. It really builds that other person up instead of you making that person um, fill you up yes so, and validate you yeah gratitude really is a game changer mm -hmm. and in so many different situations but you're right I I have I've heard that before but I think that I'll be addressing it more as I go forward in listening to the times that I just would walk into somewhere to say I'm sorry turning it into a moment of gratitude mm -hmm. and then also changing the words that come out of my mouth when it really is appropriate to apologize. So I, I'm yeah. like, I'm thrilled with this topic because I'm coming out. Sometimes you and I talk about things and there are things we've already covered. So I'm not learning something new, but this, this has really given me a lot to chew on. So yeah. I loved it. Yeah. So next time we go to a coffee shop and I am running late. We'll you mean I am running late. <laughs> I, like, I apologize for keeping you waiting. Thank you for your patience and waiting for me. I love it. I'll be like, you're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. And if you would want to learn more about the Live Your Design podcast, our YouTube channel, or about our coaching businesses, then please go to live your, www.liveyourdesign.life.